0: Welcome to Imperfect Momming. Our children are constantly looking to us for examples. The term role model doesn't quite cut it here. We are shaping their worldview with every move we make. You see, it's not in the lectures we give or moments where we are actively attempting to teach them. It's in the micro-movements we make, the unconscious ways in which we navigate life. We are constantly teaching our children how to show up for themselves, their friends, their future partners, and even their future children. So what can we do to ensure we are raising thoughtful, compassionate, self-aware human beings? We have to become them ourselves. No one is perfect, but we can still all be better, and it starts with self-healing. Let's get to it. Welcome to Mom Happy Hour, a day late, but not a dollar short. (laughs) And if you are watching on the Imperfect Momming podcast, welcome. Um, Today we have uh, Stephanie Chapman uh, joining me because we're going to talk about her upcoming self-care summit. Welcome, Stephanie, back to the podcast and to our Happy Mom Happy Hour. Well, thank you so much for
1: having me again. It's always fun to talk with you and sit down, and I feel like we have some positive and helpful discussions every single time.
0: <laughs> I I agree, and and I think this is like our third or fourth um, time going live in a group or podcast, and um, yeah, it's always fun to to connect with you. Um, so you are in the MomStrong Strong tribe. That's your Facebook group and your your company's name is MomStrong. Am I remembering that correctly? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk a little bit about self-care um, because of your self-care summit um, and because you and I both were sick yes. in this last week or so. Um, and so I was like, well, we were going to go live yesterday, but I wasn't feeling well. And uh, we moved it to today because that was better for your schedule as well. Um, tell us a little bit about, uh, how, what you did when you were sick, um, and how you practiced, uh, self-care.
1: So I've actually been sick. This Wednesday will be two weeks. I'm still in recovery mode. I'm probably still going to cough a few times, even throughout this. Um, I completely lost Mm -hmm. my voice. Um, I had something similar to strep. That's the only comparison Mm -hmm. that I really have, um. My throat was just killing me. I felt like I had razor blades in my throat for like four days. Um, but I'm finally kind of getting back to my normal routine and schedule. But at the time, I honestly just had to give myself grace and just explain to the people around me that I just cannot operate at, you know, a million percent like I normally do. You know, I have very high expectations for myself when I normally push through. Um, but this time I just said I'm not doing it. Um, It wasn't, it just wasn't good for me. It's not good for me. I feel like it makes the sickness last even longer. And even though I took this downtime, like I said, it's still been two weeks. So I could only imagine if I was continuing to push through it, like I normally do, I would probably still not have a voice now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's really just about giving yourself grace and letting the people around you actually help you. Cause you'd be surprised I feel like a lot more people offer help than what we give them credit for, and we just don't really allow them to help. So take a step back and actually let them in.
0: (laughs) That's such a, that's so true that when you, like so many times I've offered people help and the answer has been no thank you or something not as nice. And it, it makes me not want to offer again. Um, to, to the not so nice nos, but even the no is like you know, there's a discussion with my life coach about offering help and accepting help. Because when you offer help, you know, a lot of times we are offering help because we want to do something nice for this person. It's usually not because we think that this person is a failure and can't do it on their own. Right. But when we accept the help, that's how we feel. A lot of times, which is why we don't accept help a lot. Right. We constantly feel like we need to
1: prove that we have everything handled. We have it all together. We can do all yeah. the things all the time. And we really don't need to prove that. And honestly, even if we asked those around us, they would probably agree with us that we can handle everything on our own, but we just don't have to. Yeah. And that's okay.
0: Yeah, I know there's a lot of households um, who have you know, spouses and children who would help. Um, and you know, they, they just need to know what to do. They don't, they don't look around and think, how can I help mom? What does mom always do that I could take over for her? They don't have those kinds of thoughts typically. Mm -hmm. Um, but if we said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling good or I can't do all of the things that I need to get done today, or that I'd like to get done. Can you empty the dishwasher? Can you fold the laundry? Can you something? Um, and, you know, I wasn't sick for very long. I just felt um, felt kind of crappy <laughs> for Excuse me. three or four days. You were fine. I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I just kind of felt crappy for three or four days. Um, And during that time, I slept in and Mm -hmm. um, I, it kind of made me lose my, my morning routines, but, you know, I just picked up the things that I needed to get done um, later on. So part of my morning routine is doing at least 10 minutes of something, physical activity, which I'm being held accountable for that. So I just moved that to later on in the day. Um, I do my meditation and my reading during my morning time too. So I'm, and I'm also being held accountable for that. Um, so I just moved them later on into the day, um, and let myself get a little bit more sleep. Um, yesterday I woke up just feeling awful and I wasn't expecting that because I had been feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this morning I was expecting to feel awful
1: I and I woke up feeling Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like
1: know. the last couple of weeks have been very hit or miss. Cause even after the whole strep and throat situation got a little bit better, I obviously have this leftover cough, mm-hmm. um, but I also had some major congestion, which caused a sinus infection. So mm-hmm. I'm like recovering from that too. So even like the physical stuff that I would normally do to keep myself healthy, I literally can't breathe. <laughs> I just can't right. do it. So even that I'm just like, uh, that's just not happening right now either. <laughs>
0: I think the best thing that we can do as far as self-care in these situations is something you said earlier, which is giving yourself grace, Mm -hmm. you know, because your body is is sick and it needs to rest and giving yourself grace instead of powering through is going to make you heal faster and you can pick up back to regular life. Right. And
1: I feel like sometimes even when you get sick, it's almost like the universe's way of saying slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, stop trying to do everything for everyone and be everything for everyone. You know, we're gonna make you do nothing for a little bit.
0: <laughs> right. It's a huge, it's definitely a, a forced reminder because we have these smaller reminders throughout our day and week and yeah. months that, that we ignore. Say, slow down. <laughs> and we ignore them and then we get sick. So that is definitely the universe sitting you down and saying, you need to slow down now. Yep, definitely. So let's talk about your self-care summit. Um, I know I'm participating and that's all I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So the self-care summit is actually something that I do every year. Um, I started it last year. It was a little bit later in the year, Um, but February is all about self-love. In my group and so i have all those prompts and everything going out and a lot of very good discussions around that and then i felt like it was just the perfect opportunity at the end of the month to wrap it all up with the self-care summit so that way we could really learn how to tune into ourselves and listen to ourselves and i love bringing guests into my group and giving them the opportunity to use you know the platform to speak to the people that i've been working with just give them a different perspective and you know, everybody just has some, something different to offer. Like each one of the coaches that are coming in, um, to the summit, I think there's eight of us total. Um, we each have such a different way of taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I mean, obviously there's going to be some overlap, but there's just so many different areas that we're each covering. And I feel like it's going to be very beneficial
0: and a lot of fun to
1: come together and do this again.
0: Yeah. I love it. Um, I didn't know about the last one. I don't think you and I had
1: met. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I think
0: it was like May of
1: last year it was right around my birthday. I think it was, that one was very hectic though. I will say I learned a lot <laughs> hosting just that one alone. So this one is much more organized and I'm a lot more structured, um, this go around. Um, but I feel like this one's coming together very nicely and We're actually hosting it within the MomStrong tribe this time. Last time I created a whole separate group, Mm -hmm. um, but this time having it within the tribe, I feel like makes it a little bit more accessible to everybody and it's always going to be there and available. So even after, if you don't catch, you know, next week, it'll be in the guide section in my group and everybody can go back and
0: reference it whenever. And um, who is the self-care summit for?
1: Um, moms that are really just ready to start prioritizing themselves again. You know, stop putting yourself last for once. (laughs) It's really for those moms that are realizing that, you know, they've just been bottom of the list for too long.
0: Yeah. And then do they need to sign up or just join the group or what, how do we participate? So all
1: I'm having people do is just join the group and you will have access to all the events. Um, So when you go into the MomStrong Tribe at the very top of the group, you'll see the events section and you can go through there and every single speaker has their own event set up and we'll be adding a little bit more to those events as we go. Um, But right now you can say, you know, I'm going to this one. I'm not going to that one and decide which ones are really fitting to you. Um, We have a personal trainer. We have business coaches. um, We have money mindset coach. Um, obviously both of us you know life and business coaches all everybody we have a little bit of everything for everyone
0: awesome and I'm excited about it I was um, uh, I'm writing a blog it'll I think assuming I have time (laughs) to finish it this today um, I was I had a, a memorial to go to this weekend and we were thinking that you know some people might come after the memorial, um, to see our house. Cause there's a lot of family that haven't seen where we live. And, um, and so we were going to invite people over and, um, and then I didn't spend the week doing any cleaning whatsoever. And because my boyfriend didn't spend the week doing any cleaning whatsoever, I kind of assumed that, that we weren't going to invite people over. And then Saturday morning he's finishing up the slideshow and he says you know I'd love if you could you know make the house look presentable and I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> sure. let's see what I could do in the amount of time that I have and so I did you know I I worked as quickly as I could and I did as much as I could during the time and at when it was time for me to get ready to go to the memorial I was like there there's this is as much as I could do in the amount of time that I had um so my at my self-care in that moment was two things number one I told my boyfriend nobody's coming over today um if they want to come over and see the house they're going to come over tomorrow after two so that you and I have time to do some mm-hmm. more. So that was self-care number one. And number two, I decided that we're going to start really digging into the, the cleaning of this house. So, or it's the not responsibilities it should the responsibility. Yeah. So we, a long time ago set up who does what, um, and as time has progressed, he started doing a lot more of my stuff, but I haven't started doing his stuff. Um, so his stuff is kind of not getting done as much. And there's also that's like the maintenance of of housework, right? It was mm-hmm. the the day to day stuff. I do the the dishes and the laundry. That those are like my things. And he would do the big stuff um that takes that happens on the week. Or happens weekly, you know, yeah. like cleaning toilets and 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 whatnot, um, and so the weekly stuff hasn't been getting done as much, and the daily stuff we're pretty much on top of. We've got that system down, um, but there's also like the deep cleaning stuff that doesn't happen. And when we moved in this into the house the house was not deep cleaned. So it's. Been, and we've been here for four years. So there we've been like doing little pieces here and there, right? There's some stuff that needs to get done. That's deep cleaning. And I said, you know what, we're going to spend a half an hour to an hour every single day. And we're going to just move room to room and we're going to do what we can in that 30 minutes to an hour. And we're going to start organizing some stuff and pitching some stuff and, and yeah. getting things, getting a routine done. And let's do it together because it's so much more fun when we do it together and we love spending time together. Let's make it productive. You yeah. Know? Um, so those were the two ways that I did self-care for the future because I don't want to feel like that. The way that I was feeling is that if people come over, you know, there's still a, a stigma that the woman is the housekeeper. hmm And so even though I wasn't getting any of this feedback, I was projecting this feedback onto people that they were thinking, they were going to think I'm a bad housekeeper and I'm not the only one who lives here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I hate that we put all of that pressure and all of the, just everything on our own shoulders. And like you said, it's that stigma around, you know, us being responsible for all those things when, I mean, honestly, I feel like like at least in my household, because of everything that I do, it'd be easier for my husband to do all those things. He works far less than I do at this point. (laughs) And I pretty much have all the other responsibilities. I pay, you know, all of our bills, you know, I take care of the kids. I do all that. So, you know, it would be easier for him to take over more of the house, but that still falls on my shoulders somehow, you know, at the end of the day, I'm the one that looks around and says, these things need to happen. These things need to be done, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely about setting those boundaries of like, well, I'm not doing these things anymore. And Mm -hmm. some of these things are going to have to go to my son or to my daughters or my husband. This is just how it has to go in order for me to stay sane every day in order for me to continue providing for our family in order for me to continue doing all the things that I do outside of cleaning (laughs) you know, somebody else is going to have to take on some of this. And it all goes back to those boundaries and asking for help and accepting that
0: help. Yeah. And the reason we have kids is to do our housework, right? Like that's, that's <laughs> our little minions. <laughs> uh, uh, so I don't recall, did we say the dates of the care of the self-care summit? So it's going to be the 27th through the 1st.
1: Um, So next Monday um, everything is kicking off and it will go until Wednesday and um, we have three to four presentations each day Um, so you can tune in throughout the day obviously whichever ones are you know most fitting to you you can tune into all of them um, however you want to make that work and again replays will always be available. That was one of the big things I wanted with this was Last year, having its own separate group, you know, keeping all those replays and stuff wasn't as easy. This time we're making it easy. We're going to make it accessible for everyone.
0: Awesome. So um, I will link to your group in the podcast episode. Um, And um, it's it's interesting. I haven't done any, I haven't had any guests on my mom happy hour yet. So um, I... I don't know how to end it with a guest. (laughs) I'm happy to be here. I'm glad that I was your first. (laughs) Um, So there will be another mom happy hour um, for you all next week. There's another podcast episode um, dropping on Thursday with, I believe Janelle Kent, who's a um, parenting expert herself. Um, And uh, until then, keep healing. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Imperfect Mommying. It's time for us to step up and realize that our power is not in trying to shape our children. Our power lies in shaping ourselves into the people we want our children to model themselves after. Don't just do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. When you become a more self-aware, compassionate, and confident person, you and everyone around you benefit. For more information about me and my work, visit alishalyons.com. That's A L Y S I A L Y O N S.com. See you next time.